Good morning and welcome to Revitalise 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your next step coach, I am your host, Lulu Lincoln. Revitalise 2020 is daily encouragement for modern Christian women. This is your daily devotional companion. I'm here to encourage you to help you grow closer to the Lord, to stir you up in your faith and in your gifts. And I want you to be released and used by the Lord to do his work on the earth in this generation. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that he is the son of God. I believe that he died and rose again. I believe that Jesus Christ is the only the only way to the Father and the only way to obtain eternal life. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit is Lord. I believe in the power of healing and miracles and I believe in the speaking of tongues. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and without that, man can never be saved. So if you are not already born again, I'm going to pray the most special prayer with you now. I will say a line and you repeat after me to give you an opportunity today to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would be a part of the Lord Jesus Christ's family and his people and his army. Please repeat after me. Father, You love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. By faith, I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer along with me, you are born again. Welcome to the family, my darling. Now, if you are not already... Um, a member of your local church, I'd strongly encourage you to find a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church that will allow you to become all that God has purposed for you to be. You're welcome to join my family and I. We worship together every Sunday um, at Maranatha Ministries, which is based in Clapham Common in South London, SW40DE. The pastors, founding pastors, 
of Maranatha Ministries are Dr. Reverend Friedrich Muir and Mrs. Constance Muir. Now it's very important that you stay connected to believers and like-minded people, that you would prosper and flourish. Read the Bible every day and as often as the Lord comes to your mind, pray and call on him, he will not fail you. Now today's um, session, devotional, is part two of the topic, temptation. Now I'm going to give you the scriptures first and then we'll pray and then we will start. Mark 14 verse 38, Luke 22 verse 40, Romans 12 verse 21. James 1 verse 12 and then the final one is James 4 verse 7. So make a note of the scriptures and get your pen and your notebook and your Bible ready. Lots of you know that I use the version app on my phone. It's really, really handy, really easy to make notes and highlight scriptures as we read on your phone so that you can go back to them so the Holy Spirit will inspire me and, in, and enlighten you and open the eyes of our understanding to allow us to, um, to hear from him today. So we're looking at temptation. Let's pray. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Father, thank you for your unending and timely mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness that is made new to us every morning. Father, I thank you in advance for what you will do today. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would speak through me, encourage me and help me to encourage my sisters, your daughters, your chosen girls. Holy Spirit, you are my God. You are my guide and my comforter. Show me indeed how I may lift your people up and how they may grow closer to you through the revelation of your word, that they would grow in grace and glory. Let it be said of these women that they were full of valour, full of virtue, full of joy and full of peace. Father, you're my very present help in time of need. And sometimes when words fail me, you are able to speak on my behalf and groan on my behalf when I cannot utter the words I need to say. And for anybody listening, if you've been finding it hard to pray, may the Holy Spirit lead and lift you now that you may feel, know, and sit and rest in the presence of God. That the Lord would reveal his glory to you. You are precious in his sight. The Lord Jesus gave up himself for you. And you are accepted in the beloved. In spite of everything. The Lord loves you. The Lord desires to be with you. Father, would you change and transform us as we read your word today, in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Okay, so let's go to the first scripture, Mark 14, verse 38. Mark 14, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Mark 14, verse 38. Now... Keep awake and watch and pray constantly that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm. You know, this was the night before Jesus was um, crucified and he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is... um, I think it means olive press or wine press and it's almost a physical representation of what of what he was going through he was being pressed on every side and prayed so hard that tears of um blood and sweat fell from his his forehead now prayer does does a number of things and one of the things that it does is um it um brings us closer to the lord it um helps us to communicate with God. God will reveal himself to us in prayer. Um, we can commune daily with God through prayer, but it also it also strengthens our spirit because temptations do come and if you listened yesterday, um being tempted is not is not the sin. The sin is given in to the temptation and the more that we pray, honestly, um and um openly before the Lord he will strengthen us in our areas of weakness because it says here that the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak so there's so many things that our hearts desire to do for the Lord and then when it comes to maybe waking up early or for some people you may be staying up a bit later to seek the Lord or taking time out of your lunch break or whilst your children are napping you know there you know these opportunities come up during the day and we have every intention of doing the right thing and sometimes it doesn't happen and the lord loves you for it you know there's grace there's an abundant grace on your life you know forgiveness and mercy for the things that we do not do well however the lord has given us prayer as a tool to um to utilize to be strengthened to be um comforted and encouraged i express to you that you know i've experienced great challenges in this in this season and prayer has been my um my number one source of comfort along with the word of god and it's actually saying here that you know keep awake be be vigilant you know and and pray constantly and that doesn't mean that you know you're on your knees 24 hours a day but your heart is surrendered so it's a spiritual kneeling daily and just constantly reminding yourself who your father is and taking time to thank him and be near him in prayer so that we do not enter into temptation. So if you're going through um, anything difficult, in fact, even if you're going through something positive, do not neglect your prayer time. Every opportunity, every situation is a is a chance to release your heart and your burdens to the Lord. And that's what prayer can do. 
Luke 22, verse 40. Luke 22, verse 40. And when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not at all enter into temptation. So it's the same story, but from Mark's perspective and Luke's perspective, Jesus was fully God and fully man. But he prayed and he said, you know, apart from my father, I can do nothing. So if Jesus took time to pray that he would not enter into temptation and he encouraged his disciples to pray that they would not enter into temptation, (laughs) you know, we can encourage ourselves and and use prayer as a way to avoid sin and i and i can tell you that it actually works there's there's so many things and i won't even begin to list them now but there are so many things that i used to do that i don't do now and i'm still on the on the journey of sanctification and being you know built up in the lord to be all that he requires for me to be but There are times where I've prayed and I said, Father, I want this sin out of my life. Show me what to do. And God encouraged me in the kind of music I was listening to, the sorts of things I was watching on television, the kind of company that I would keep. There are lots of things that God will reveal to you in prayer to help you overcome that thing. And we also have to be prepared to listen because prayer, I'm sure you've heard, is is a conversation you know, um, and you speak, God listens, God speaks, and we listen. And it's a wonderful place to be with the Lord and a great privilege to go to the Lord and say, Father, I'm really tempted in this area. Deliver me and strengthen me that I may avoid sin and temptation. You know what your areas of weakness are. And as I said yesterday, be encouraged that those things are revealed to you so that God can redeem you and restore you and give you strength like you've never known and walk in his ways without guilt, without blemish, the way that Jesus did it. And it will take a lifetime. But if you are willing, sweetheart, if you're willing, the Lord will walk with you. The Holy Spirit will guide you. The Lord Jesus himself dwells and reigns in you. That you would prosper and succeed and overcome all things. Amen. Let's keep going. Romans 12 verse 21. Now remember today we're just looking at scriptures in the New Testament. And yesterday was the Old Testament. So we're looking at Romans. Romans 12 verse 21. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Romans. No, that's not correct. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, Acts, Book of Acts and then the Book of Romans. Romans 12, verse 21. I love the word because no matter how much and how many times we read, there's always something new to be learned and you can never ever be too old to take advice from the Bible. It's still so relevant today. It's still the final authority. 
in the lives of believers. And if we will take it as that, the Lord himself will have his way in you and honour you for obeying his word. Romans 12 verse 21. Do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome and master evil with good. So when temptation comes your way, do not respond by acting in the same evil um, actions. But resist, avoid, walk away, pray so that you can overcome evil with good. And overcoming evil with good could be if somebody tries to hurt you or lure you into sin or condemn you and you are tempted to retaliate and you are tempted to um, lash out in anger because of the way they have made you feel and the anger that they have caused, I, I encourage you, I urge you to pray for them because that's what Jesus did. And he was on the cross and one of the criminals said, you know, this, this man has done nothing at least we are being punished for things that we did. And at that moment, at that moment, Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. So Jesus overcame evil with good. He could have retaliated. He could have retaliated when they mocked him and he was silent. And the hardest thing in the world is to be tempted to do evil and just to ignore it, especially if it's something that you feel like you could benefit from something that you might enjoy. Remember what I said about temptation. You are only tempted in areas of your weakness. That's how the enemy works. He um, exploits our weaknesses and then he condemns us when we give in. You know, so he walks us or tries to walk with us into the sin and give into the temptation. And then when we give into the, into the, the temptation, he condemns us for giving in. It's very, very wicked. Whereas the Lord will lead you away from temptation and then celebrate you when you overcome. But he also gives you grace if you don't and strength for the next time. So you know exactly what to do. May you abide in the purity and the beauty and the splendor of the Lord at all times that you would overcome evil with good by praying for your enemies, by praying about your weaknesses, by receiving strength and grace from the Lord to do his will at all times. Let's go to James. James chapter 1, verse 14. So the book of James is after the book of Hebrews. So it's Philemon... Hebrews, James, okay? James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed, happy to be envied is the man who is patient under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Amen. So you are blessed when you are patient under trial. Now this is hard because if you're going through challenges or adversity and you can remain patient and calm, 
you will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. There's a blessing in standing up in the face of temptation. The enemy will just get tired of you because every time he approaches you, you're consistent in saying no. In fact, you're rebelling against his ways, against your former ways, in order to live in the kingdom of light. Well done, you. Now, we may not always get it right, but we will grow, we will get stronger, and the Lord will be with us and enable us to become patient under trial and to stand up under temptation. May it be said of us that we received the victor's crown of life which God promised to us. Amen. Now the last scripture for this morning is James 4 verse 7. So be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him and he will flee from you. So it's like I just said, the more we resist, the more we stand up, the more we rebel against the kingdom of darkness, the more and more frustrated the enemy will become and eventually, eventually flee from us. Now, being subject to God means um, it means two things. Surrender to him, surrender your ways to him, that you could dwell with him and live in his ways. Um, you know, it's, a, it's an internal response. Father, I commit my ways to you. I, I subject myself and commit myself to your word um, and living by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But it's also practical not surrounding yourself by things that you know will allow the enemy to remain in your life. Keep him far from those things that pull you away from the truth and away from the Lord. Being subject to God is allowing God to lead you, allowing God to strengthen you, doing things God's way. I'll give you an an example. Um, I spoke to you yesterday about... um, People who are wanting to be set free from alcohol abuse or from drug abuse and maybe reconsidering the sort of friends that they keep in order to be strengthened in that area. And I think the same goes for um, stealing or, um, for fr- or fraud or sexual sin. Any, any sin or, or, or gossip or um, slander bitterness, unforgiveness, anything that um, hurts or betrays God is is sin. So some people might think, well, you know, I'm not a murderer. Um, but if for any reason you have bitterness in your heart, and I've had bitterness in my heart, and it's just as bad as me wanting to desire that person to be dead. And so the Lord had to deal with me with the bitterness in my heart. And I had to surround myself with people who were free from that sin so that they could encourage me and this is what I mean in my encouragement to you about being subject to God surround yourself with people of God with believers who are living in that level country we spoke about that yesterday living in that land of uprightness so that they can draw you and encourage you and stir you up so you're moving further and further away from sin and living in the fullness of the 
the Zoe life that um, the Lord desires for you to have. Now that was our final scripture for today. But I want to pray for you concerning temptation. Um, I feel really heavily impressed upon my heart to pray for women who are um, struggling to conceive and are um, struggling with infertility, secondary infertility, which means um, you've been able to conceive once or twice and have struggled to conceive um, again after already giving birth before. I'm going to pray for you and you'll be encouraged and your heart will be lifted up today. Father, I thank you for your word and I thank you that there's no temptation known to man that you cannot provide a way of escape from, Father, that your spirit and your word at work in us will strengthen us to just say no five times a day, as many times as we need to, to enable the enemy to flee from us. Father, help us to submit to your ways, to be subject to you and to be overcomers in in all those things that seek to ensnare and entangle us. Holy Spirit, help us to yield to you today. Strengthen my sisters that they will indeed live in that level, level country, that level land and walk unhindered. Hallelujah. Father, that they would walk without, uh, that, mm, would walk would walk in an upright manner and would not walk with a crooked leg or on a crooked path. Hallelujah, that they would be able to run, jump and dance in freedom because of the grace you have given them to overcome temptation and sin. Father, today, any woman listening, any husband listening, anybody listening that is desiring to have more children and it has not happened yet would you father do for them what you did for Hannah what you did for Elizabeth that you would indeed visit them and make the women listening the mother of many children of their own natural children and as Hannah said that the barren woman is now a mother of seven You are perfect and because of your grace, because of your mercy, it's impossible for you to withhold good things from us because you love us. And I use my faith and I stand on the word of God that women listening that are barren would now become the mother of seven natural children. Now I don't know or understand infertility in the slightest But what I do know is that you are not a withholder, Father. That you are not unkind or cruel. And that you said in your word that if your son asks you for bread, would you give him a stone? And if your son asks you for an egg, would you give him a snake? And if we are wicked, how then, if we're able to be good, is the Lord unable to be good? Father, you remembered Hannah, you remembered Sarah, 
you remembered Elizabeth, remove reproach from the lives of women who have been trying to conceive for a year, two years, 10 years, 15 years, 16 years, 18 years. And in praying about temptation, I I suppose what I'm asking you for, Father, is that you would help them to overcome the temptation to doubt you. Overcome the temptation to doubt you because you are not a man that you should lie. That every woman by this time next year will not just be pregnant, but they would actually be holding and nursing their child and can mark this day and say, you know, on the 22nd of January 2020, I believed again that I would conceive. And by the 22nd of January 2021, that you would actually be holding your child, not just pregnant, but holding your child and nursing your own child. For the first time, if it's your first child, second time, third time, as many times as the Lord desires to open your womb and bless you. May the Lord God encourage you. May the Lord God stir you up in the things of God. May the Lord God strengthen you to be patient under trial. But I pray for a divine release for every woman, every couple desiring to conceive. That you would multiply them and make the barren woman barren no more. Multiply her now and make her a mother of many of her own children. Father, right now, in the authority given to me in the name of Jesus, consider it done. Removed all hindrances and blockages, emotional, spiritual, financial, physical, anything seeking to withhold these gifts, the fruit of the womb, from your daughters now, 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 gates of brass and iron be lifted up, wombs be opened, ha, ha. Bank accounts be open and released to to um, receive and welcome a new child. Homes be enlarged. Ah. Mm. Mm-hmm. May your dwelling place be um, be filled to capacity with the children of your womb. May your husband have a legacy in this lifetime. May you no longer be named childless. May you no longer be named too old to give birth. May you no longer be mocked the way Penina mocked Hannah. But may you, woman, sister, daughter, not become a grandmother before your time, but to give birth to all of your own children naturally. Name them. Call them out. Prepare yourself. The Lord is about to do a mighty work for you. And as he visited Sarah, he will visit you today. So that about a year from now, 
you will carry your son Isaac. Not someone else's son. (laughs) Not your neighbor's son. Not your sister's son. You will carry your own son Isaac in your hands. In your arms. But the Lord wants you to remember this day. When he broke forth and he blessed you. Many, 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 many women are expecting now. And if you are already pregnant, I release a blessing of protection over you. That you would rest. That you would be surrounded for a safe pregnancy. Carried to full term. An easy, easy labour and delivery with a healthy bouncing baby. And that God would continue to add and keep your womb open for as long as he see fits that you would reproduce and be fruitful in every season. Father, I want to pray for single women. If there's any woman listening, Father, that desires to be married and is still today unmarried, would you, Father, through and by your grace, release their spouse to them, now it may be, may be that they're courting and the man has to make the next step to commit eternally to this woman. It may be that the woman is not interested in anybody or has not come across anybody. But I'm also praying that by about this time next year that these women, single women who are listening will already be married. Bless them, Father, to become a happily married woman. Bless the single woman or the widow listening or single parent listening with a spouse. Bless your daughters with husbands full of the spirit and the word of the Lord. It's about time. It's about time and I release these words, Father, into into the ground as seeds. That they will not return to you void because I can't take the glory because I'm not going to make it happen. But you get the glory because you are going to give the increase. Women who could not conceive are now going to conceive. Multiples. Women who have been single for a long time will now no longer be single. Yes, of course they are married to you, but you said it's not good for man to be alone. Let them be alone no more. Anybody out there struggling with financial need, may the Lord give you work and witty business ideas that you will never go hungry again. May he fill your empty jars with that extra virgin olive oil that you would dwell in the land of the living as a wealthy woman. That you would be able to bless others because of your wealth. Let it be said of you that you were so wealthy. You were so wealthy that helping people made no dent in your financial status because you were so well off. This is the season and I declare these words and I declare the word of God over your life. Barrenness ceases today. Loneliness and singleness ceases today. Poverty and debt ceases today in the matchless name of Jesus and as you hem us in now God you see to it that your word is fulfilled because I know when I pray that you hear me 
And all my prayers have been answered. Because of your kindness and nothing else. So do for these women as you have done for me. In the last 19 years, Father, every day you've shown up for me. Have your perfect way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's the end of part two of the episode with the theme and topic temptation. I'm your sister. I am your friend. I am your host. I'm your next step coach. This is Lulu Lincoln on Revitalize 2020, sponsored by teachingmums.com. Now, before you go, I just want to let you know that I have the Everyday Life Bibles on sale. If you go over to teachingmums.com go to the Flutterby gift shop now you all know that I've been using the Everyday Life Bible as part of these devotionals it um, has a commentary by Joyce Meyer and I absolutely love um, this edition because it has um, extracts and articles that's where I've been getting the prayer of salvation from and if it's something that you're interested in purchasing go to teachingmums.com click on flutterby gift shop and i do have a few left in stock which you can purchase and they will be sent to you um that's available actually in the uk only um but if you don't already have a bible of course (laughs) head over there now um to have a look and to um purchase your copy and use them alongside me during these morning devotionals. I hope you have a wonderful day. I love you so much. Bye-bye.